Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Pre-Market Podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 2nd of February. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, and insights in this podcast. All right, well, it was a big night in the U.S., We did have the Dow Jones in a 750-odd point trading range. Its high was up 249. Its low was down 505. And it closed up 7 points, or 0.02%, 34,093. However, the good news, of course, was NASDAQ up 2%. S&P 500 was up 1.05%. In the middle for Diddle, as always, the VIX volatility index falling 6.5%. What caused all the volatility in the Dow? Well, of course, it was the Federal Reserve meeting last night. They came out with a 25 basis point rise as expected and talked about more rises to come. Hence the big fall. But then we had the big pivot as we saw Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell hit the press stand. And a very relaxed Jerome Powell we saw, that is for sure. And he started mentioning the word disinflation, a word that some commentators thought would be unthinkable some time ago. So we do get the feeling that the Fed is getting a little more dovish, a little happier with the way inflation is heading and away the effects of their rises in interest rates have slowed down the US market. So off to the races we went. Adding to the off to the racesness was Meta, which came out after hours with their results and announced a $40 billion buyback. That is pretty stunning. The stock is up 17% after hours. It was up nearly 3% before the results. So that is a big, big run. And as a result, no doubt US futures will run hard. Our ASX spy futures were up 23 points, but I would suspect that we might see a little more irrational exuberance from our index today. We shall see. But certainly the Fed news was very positive for world markets in some respects. And we do get the feeling that there is an end in sight as far as rate rises go. Of course, we do have the RBA next week from Australia, and it's a very confusing picture, I must say, in Australia as far as the economic background goes. So it makes the RBA job just that little bit harder. But certainly uh, the Federal Reserve was the biggie, and that meta buyback was pretty huge. That's going to dominate the news headlines today. In Europe, which of course did not see the US Federal Reserve move. Stock 600 was unchanged. FTSE was down 0.1. Germany up 0.4. France unchanged. Spain up 0.8. We did see the US 10-year yields falling dramatically on the back of that uh, press conference from Jerome Powell. 3.41. Two years down 11 basis points, pretty much the same as the 10 years. 4.096. Aussie 10 years 
Now uh, we're down 10 basis points as well to 3.47. The Aussie dollar picking up big time up to 71.31. Bitcoin as well uh, marching through 23,000. And uh, we did see the US dollar index down nearly 0.9 of a percent on the back of Powell's comments. As a result of all this, we did see the gold price up 23 bucks to 1951, up 1.2%. So, good news all round, in theory. Apple was up 0.8. Meta was up 2.8% before the results, as I say. After the results, was up around 17% at one stage. I haven't seen it recently, but certainly a pretty good number uh, from them with that buyback. Google up 1.6. Microsoft up 2. Amazon up 2. Tesla rallying strongly up 4.7%. Netflix up 2.3. US banks, though, a little bit stuck in the slow lane as as have our banks been recently have been very much stable that big bank index hardly moved in the last three or four days jp morgan down 0.2 citigroup down 0.1 goldman unchanged bank of america up 1.2 wells fargo up one block the artist formerly known as facebook uh, sorry the artist formerly known as square was up 2.7 percent we did see some big moves in u.s builders last night as well GE up 2.3%, Ford up 2.2%. So there we go. Everything in the garden looks pretty rosy as far as the markets go. Unfortunately, not so rosy in the oil market, which saw Brent crude down 1.3%, WTI down 3.3%. Gold, as I say, doing well overnight, but we did see commodities fall. Uh, That was LME commodity prices, so they have not seen... Jerome Powell's move, so that may not be a fair reflection, but copper on the LME was down 1.5%, LME nickel down 3.5%, although it has been running hard and has been quite volatile, aluminium down 0.4%, zinc down 1.8%, tonne down 2.2%, and lead down 0.2%. As a result of all this, we did see BHP in ADR terms down 0.07%, a James Bond, Rio down 03 they have found the capsule. You can all relax. Freeport McMoran up half percent. Alcoa up four and a half percent. Tech down 0.9. Anglo down 2.3. Arbomile in the lithium space rallying 1.6 percent. Vale in the US was down 1.2 percent. Iron ore still kicking that little bit higher, 2.4 percent higher. Coal also having a good time at the moment. Old King Coal was a merry old soul last night, up 4.7 percent. Uh, lithium slightly easing. So, interesting times ahead. As far as uh, the market goes, we did see those strong earnings from AMD also helping the tech space, and that Facebook or Meta announcement will really help the tech space. So, um, it was a, a pretty big night in the US. Amazon, having predicted its slowest ever holiday season, now seems poised. Could turn in a better performance than expected, thanks in part to the resilient U.S. consumers. Uh, So that's an interesting one. Uh, The Adani flagship fund, uh, well, they called off the $2.5 billion share sale after they had got uh, full uh, acceptance of that IPO. They pulled the pin uh, to uh, save face to some extent because it was going to be a little bit of a big hit to those people that had supported Adani. As the slide and confidence continues after that Hindenburg report, 
In Europe last night, we did get headline inflation coming in at 8.5%. Uh, then January, the December rate was 9.2%. So we do get the ECB this week. We do get the Bank of England this week as well. More and more strikes in the UK. It was another day of industrial turmoil. I think it was the teachers' turn to be out in the UK. So the UK continues to be an absolute basket case in some respects. In local news today, uh, the CBA chief economist, Stephen Halmerick, says the US monetary policy cycle is almost done following the central bank's shift to a 0.25% rise last night. He's now talking one final push, one final increase in the next meeting in mid-March to a peak of 45 to 5%. In other U- local news, Brookfield looks to be trying to uh, lower the price of the Origin takeover. They have been doing due diligence. The exclusive due diligence date has passed, and they have now, it seems, been looking to lower the $9 price they had been uh, courting Origin with. John Wiley, one of the big uh, names in investment circles, has warned on unlisted valuations in the AFR today. CCX City Chic has called in debt specialists to restructure its overhanging debt. Judo Capital Holdings, JDO, initiated overweight at Morgan Stanley. Virgin Money UK downgraded to neutral from outperform at Macquarie. Megaport, hardly a surprise, downgraded to hold from buy at Canaccord Genuity. Not much other news around this morning, but SRG Global has won a five-year contract with Northern Star Resources worth 220 million Aussie. And Legend Mining has reported the maiden Mawson resource of 1.45 million tonnes of 1.2% nickel equivalent. And question of the day today. Did the Powell speech give you more confidence in the rally, both here and in the US? Certainly looked a very relaxed man. His demeanour was significantly different from the fighting talk that we have seen from Jerome Powell in the past. He did look like a man who was standing on the aircraft carrier deck shouting mission accomplished, although we saw how that worked out. Anyway, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.